Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's 5 o'clock on the most listened to sports talk show for your right home. What? what? It is time for the Falcons Report. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not pass. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report. Oh, my heaven. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report is brought to you by Jack Daniels. Make it count. Jack Daniels. Please drink responsibly. And sponsored by MD Anderson Cancer Center on Dukes and Bell. We are Dukes and Bell. Rob Tribble. Robbie Tribble. Whatever you call him this day is in for Carl Dukes. Carl's on vacay. Carl was going back and forth with DeJounte Murray about how that game ended last Clap night. Clap back, as they call it. More on the Hawks and a disappointing yet compelling loss to the Nets. We'll explain. we like to start the 5 o'clock. Dylan, get in on this with a big hearty Hey, hey man. man. And I hope you guys are having a great day. Traffic's a little cuckoo out there on the south side with all the uh, jabronis that are heading back from Florida. So Can I share something wholesome with you? Yes. What do you yeah. got? Well, my girlfriend's dog absolutely loves me. Every time I show up at her house, it's like I came home from the war. Right, right. You know, you've seen those YouTube videos, goes nuts. Well, she's working at home today, and she uh, turned on the show on her laptop. The dog came running in and started smelling the computer because it heard my oh, voice. Oh, isn't, that, isn't sweet? that sweet? I'm telling you. Dogs, bruh. If you don't like a dog, we can't be friends. My dog could be the mayor of Amelia Island right now <laughs> to what we just did down there. Walking in bars, taking pictures on, on Mike Bell ATL. He's got his paw up there. Uh, give me a... Give me a makers and a milk bowl. <laughs> hey, man, uh, we got uh, Dave Archer catching up with Desmond Ritter. A lot of conversation today about, you know, what do you want to see? Squid Billy was a little upset, as he was often upset when he engages with people on Twitter, about uh, some folks feeling, oh, I've seen it, two games, he ain't it. Which is the most asinine take you could have. If anything, we're bemoaning the fact we've only got four games to see what Desmond Ritter right, is. Right. When I wanted to get him in there after Mariota did his freaking grenade toss in Charlotte, <laughs> which was humiliating. <laughs> It was a grenade. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, and then, and then Mark, and by the way, I mean, look, everybody, this this is America. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. But I heard Butler on uh, with the Steakhouse. Mariota quit 
Mariota all of a sudden did the Rodney Dangerfield and Caddyshack. Oh, my arm. <laughs> In this case, my knee. And again, we signed on for a full season. And I'm sorry, we would maybe, you know, heaven forbid something happened to Ritter. You'd want to have Mariota back out there, help out. Mariota is what he is. He is a guy with a ceiling, which is really, really low. I mean, that ceiling is more like a crawl space. So, I mean, now we're going to see what Ritter can do, and uh, we'll, we'll get on with our lives. But for you guys to sit there and pass judgment on this cat for two games, that's nonsense. He is not Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes sat for a year behind Alex Smith yes. and then went in. Okay? Justin Herbert is a better talent than Ritter. I'm not comparing Ritter to Justin Herbert, but they have some nice pieces on that Charger team that he took over for. Yeah. So let's let it breathe. Every and guy's then, an individual, their right. own individual journey, my friend. And then earlier today, we spoke with Chris Lindstrom, who's always a fun guy to talk to. Yeah. And he was, he was talking about there's good energy, good vibe. These guys still feel he, he's he a He was very here. impressed with him. It, it didn't seem like he was uh, forcing the compliment, you know, right. being performative about it. He seemed very sincere about it. And he's, he certainly got it, has his back and is going to block for him, right? Right. So this, uh, this week, guys, Two things. I mean, yes, we will go if you're lucky enough to have tickets. I'm lucky enough to go watch Ohio State in Georgia. It's going to be electric. It's going to be amazing. The atmosphere. You're gonna. You're not gonna remember the second half though, because you're gonna be. Uh, you're gonna have some fancy seating, aren't you? With all yeah, maybe we'll just, yeah, mind your own business. And then, uh, <laughs> and then the second, uh, then Sunday, my wife's nice enough to get us a hotel room back here in Midtown, our old stomping grounds. Hey, and then Sunday is going to be like when I was a kid. Do I have to go to church? You're going to church. <laughs> get your shirt on. Get your tie on. I don't want you're going to church. So that's what it is like now. I got season tickets. I got the personal seat license. I got to go. And we're going to go. But I'm going to see Ritter hopefully light up this bad Arizona Cardinals yeah. See, that's a good reason to go to the game, though. Certainly right. that atmosphere is going to be lame. But at least you get to see what number four can do in his start number three. And let's hear what he had to say as he met with David Archer after the game on Sunday. All right, Des, New Year's Day. You're accustomed to playing on New Year's Day. This is no, no stretch for you. i got to start one place with you on the stat. And I'm, I almost hesitate in bringing this stat up, and you already know it, is it's almost like talking to a guy that's got a no-no going. You don't lose at home. You're 26-0 and at Cincinnati at home as a starter. This is your first start in the, the Falcons. I know it's a different scenario, but it, I know you're digging the stat. Yeah, no, actually, <laughs> it's kind of funny you brought that up. I'm not going to lie. Last night I was sitting there thinking – uh, you know, about the home game and everything. And I was like, you know, I was like, oh, wait, okay, I've only started the past two. They've both been away. I was like, let's 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 start it right at home. Um, you know, obviously, you never want to lose at home. You want to set that culture and the environment there. Um, of Our fans are doing a great job of bringing the energy. And so, uh, you know, obviously having that and, you know, starting that at some point um, obviously is ideal. Yeah, that would be great. In all honesty, you haven't lost a lot of places, as it turns out, not just at home. Only six losses as a college starter. Uh, third most wins all time as a college starter. So let's get that start and get you started in pro ball. Tell me about this Cardinal defense when you look at them on tape. I know things change from week to week. What do you see that's different that you're going to face this week? Yeah, um, you know, like the the past previous weeks, you know, the uh, up front they've been kind of um, big and, and bulky and hard to move. Um, these guys are a little lighter, um, a little faster, a little um, you know stronger and quicker up the field. Um, and then in the back end, they fly around with the ball. Um, you know, they like to mix it up, uh, junk up their looks in the back end, try to confuse the quarterback, and then obviously get after him up front. Um, you know, number nine Isaiah Simmons all over the field. Um, you know, they line them up in, you know, a number of different positions. So, um, you know, just being able to, to contain everything that we see and, uh, you know, see a little, see a lot, see a lot, see a little. So um, I think that's our mindset going in. Yeah, I was excited to see you get 33 attempts in the game. And I know more were called. You pulled down a couple and took off. Tell me about that and getting in a rhythm. It looked like Arthur really wanted to make a point of giving you an opportunity to get in that spot. Yeah, you know, I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to an offense as a whole. And, and you know, you talk about quarterback, but, you know, just as offense in general, 
um, is getting in the rhythm and getting in the flow and, you know, out the game, getting the first first down. Um, but, you know, it all goes with, you know, starting fast, starting out the gate. Um, like I said, getting that first first down once you come out the locker room is huge, not only for the offense but for the team as well. Um, and so that's something we look on to improve in the next two games. I know you, you got a lot of play time at the college level, and now you're getting your play time at the pro level. You've been so relaxed and so calm about this whole thing. Um, tell me about how the weeks leading up to your start kind of helped you get ready for this, or did they? You just kind of that's just kind of who you are. Yeah, no. Um, you know, as we talk, you know, as from the first day that I got here, you know, it was preparing me to, to be a starter at some point in time, whether it was this year, next year, or, you know, five years down the road. It didn't matter. Um, and Marcus was doing that too and like I said earlier you know I talked to Marcus told him I was going to be a gnat um, I, you know I was going to be in his ear about everything of, of his routine and what he did to become a successful NFL quarterback um, and so you know the past um, 15 weeks I'm um, just preparing every week as if I was a starter um, to whenever that time came whenever it may have been that it was a smooth transition you've talked about fast start last thing for you you've talked about fast starts what do you need to do to get off to a quicker start this week as opposed to the first two weeks? Yeah, I think, like we said, just find the rhythm, um, whatever that may be, whether it's, you know, here in practice, finding those plays that work, uh, plays that you're comfortable with, um, and just getting in touch with those guys. Um, and then just letting them know, you know, right there, you know, the, the couple days leading up, like, let's just start fast. Um, you know, let's finish it all four quarters. We'll have some fun, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Love the kid's attitude, man. I really, as we said, we were talking about this today, kind of revisiting the conversation all the way back to post-draft. If he can get traction, the things it opens up for you roster-wise as a third-round pick. Right. You cannot obviously wish it to be. It has to happen, right? I mean, we, yes, we'd love it to be Russell Wilson or love it to be take any of your favorite third or fourth or mid-round picks who've gone on to be stars. But I just want to give this kid a bit, a bit of a sample size. And I just, again, as we said to start the segment, I just think – when you look at the offensive line, there, look, there's some strong parts like the Pro Bowler, Chris Lynch, we spoke to, and there's some weak spots. Yeah. But there is a run game, and uh, you, you just wish it again. I said that to Arthur yesterday, and he's like, yeah, it ain't happening. Pitts ain't out there. Don't you wish you could see him out there with Pitts and Love? Give him all the weapons. That'd be great to see. Over, under on uh, pass attempts on Sunday, what do you think? I'll go 25. 25. I'll go over on, over 25. I'll say you'll have 28 attempts. I mean, if that's, that, that could happen two ways. That's we're getting smoked and we got to yeah, throw it a lot, yeah. or we are actually using play action after off of Algiers' running ability and Patterson, and things are opening up and he's going downfield. I just think the Falcons are going to go a little bit out of character this weekend and uh, let him air it out a little bit more because you have to see what right. you have with him, and he needs to have that stuff on tape to uh, work on whether whatever limitations he can see when the bullets are flying. When I asked Arthur Smith uh, yesterday, he didn't laugh out loud at me when I said maybe throw it around more. No. And you're not going to get a, you're not going to get an NFL coach to go. That's right, Mike. Those Cardinals they suck on defense. You know, you're not gonna, he's not going to say that. But you know, statistically, and Squid Billy, our producer Bo, was saying they're they're literally in the final four of every category in yep. pass defense. But you know, as, he was nodding on the other side of the you phone. So? You think so? You think so? Yep, yep, All they right. do. Yep, yep. Yeah. The other story today, and uh, it happened at the end of the show yesterday, was that Derek Carr gets uh, basically put in timeout by the Raiders, and a lot of folks, including Squid Billy, want him here in Atlanta. I think even Zeno uh, tweeted to that effect, too. I just disagree with it. <laughs> I, just, I love getting a reaction. I'm just getting a rise out of you. You defended Derek Carr's reputation as a Raider. I mean, he fanboyed in a point where yeah. he, I think he has a picture of him flanked by two candles. No, you know, here's the problem. Mike has to defend the fact that he wanted Josh McDaniels here as the Falcons head coach before they hired Arthur Smith. So Mike's defending his Josh McDaniels pick by crapping on a franchise quarterback who made the playoffs last year and an interim coach where the other coach was fired for being racist in his emails, and yet 
This year, Josh McDaniels comes in and it tears it all apart. He made Devontae Adams a nobody. I don't That's even what remember. Jo- Josh I don't even remember wanting Josh McDaniels, but I'm not Tim you. Tebow. I, don't, I don't remember this. You did. Mike, I've done your show for 15 years. Apparently, Squid I know Billy's, what you say and you don't Squid say. Billy's got the receipts. No, and we thought, I think I may have said, in my defense, perhaps like Belichick after his Cleveland experience, Josh will have learned something from his time And that's in a Denver. reasonable thing. Yeah, that's Thank a reasonable you. thing. Thank you, Rob. I mean, he he's, can crap on you now with the current resume, but you didn't know going in. flies off the handle like this. Wait, Wait, what? Just, How what? did you not know Dash Daniels was a turd sandwich <laughs> after what he did in Denver and what he did to the Colts? By the way, can anybody pronounce the interim Raiders coach's name? Him. That's a guy that Chris maybe, Thomas can. He was a guy that maybe they should have stuck with. Biasha, 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 him. The dude. The, Let's the, call him Bichetti. That's the guy. Or Biscotti. I love a good biscuit when you're in Delta. Bacoop, Tuka. That guy. And perhaps, you know, Mark Davis. Again, Mark Davis doesn't make great decisions. One is considered his haircut. But the Raiders yeah. owner decided to go with something that, that was a splash to, to Bo's point about you Josh. You and Kirby go to the same barber? Kirby's going to maintain that same hairstyle. No, Kirby ain't got a bowl. That's a Bama boy. That's Kirby's a, got that. That's a fat. Come on, baby. That's South Georgia right there. <laughs> That's I mean, come on, man. That's 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 old school. He's got that same haircut. He's probably in the second grade, right? Would you bet that? I'm, I'm sure of it. Wait, no, we didn't. No, we didn't uh, dump the haircuts. This thing where I was telling to tell Dylan where something was that he needed to play. Mark Davis is like. Honestly, Mike, don't take offenses. Mm-hmm. It's like if you ran the team, you just make decisions <laughs> yeah. and then they don't make sense. Ah, you know, I know on I, the, on emotion. I disregard these jibes of yours. Now, look, back in the day, I did say <laughs> that you know I wanted, I, I did want to go with uh, Todd Bowles as head coach over Dan Quinn. You know, how's I, that working out for Todd? By the well, way, I mean, how did it work out for us? You know, <laughs> well, we went to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Todd destroyed a team, won. and now he's destroying yes. another one in Tampa. And we've also got the albatross around our neck as the greatest choke in the history of American sports. Thank well, that's you, Dan Kyle Quinn. Shanahan's fault. Okay, and it's, again, you got to you got an answer for everything. Why don't you and Zeno go salute Dan Quinn for crying out loud? No, as far as this thing What's goes, Zeno got to do with it. I don't know. He aggravates me like you do, but anyway, Sergeant <laughs> Slogan. That's right. Why don't you go sit on a, bina- a bayonet, Zeno? If you're listening, by the way. But no, getting back to this theme right now, guys immediately said we got to go get Derek Carr. Now, if you can get Derek Carr here for just slightly more than Mariota, I'm all for it. But I'm not going to overpay yeah. for a guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's not the guy. You can't. There's so many other needs. We know this. There's and so I many other needs. And the last thing I want to get into is more retreads. That's why if there's from our lips to God's ears, Ritter win this freaking job, ball out these final two games, and let's you know let's do something here. You know, beat J.J. Watt. You get to see chance to see J.J. Watt and Tom Brady, two first ballot Hall of Famers in the final two games. Hey, Desmond Ritter ought to call up Tom House and just uh, spend a lot of time with him in the offseason. Right. I'm not joking about that either. He's and Tom House, for those who don't know, it's amazing what he's done with a bunch of guys. And yeah, Tom Brady's even worked right. out with him. Yeah, I, I totally think he should. I know that uh, Ritter does not have, like, the killer arm strength, but did you consider Drew Brees had great arm strength? No. I, mean, where would you, I mean, that's the thing. But Ritter's Ritter. arm strength's better than what you think, based right. on that sidearm throw I saw to Drake London right. on Sunday. And we did the numbers yesterday. Good to normals. He's actually doubled the production of Drake London. What Drake London was averaging under Mariota, it's doubled now in the first two starts. They came up together in the draft. There is a chemistry there between those two guys. Indeed it is. Well, Sunday, Falcons, Cardinals, and they'll close it out against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. And... The offseason is going to be very eventful, very exciting indeed. Mm. All right, Rob Tribble in for uh, Carl Dukes, Sports Radio 929 again. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And then things get really good. Back to more Dukes and Bell. Let's go, baby! Let's go! On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The strong arm story of the day is brought to you by John Foyt Associates Personal Injury Law. You know, we were at the game yesterday and we're getting fired up because, you know, we knew there were some limitations if Trey couldn't go with his calf contusion. But uh, we figured there might be just a collective, I don't know, pep in their step as they uh, overcome adversity. And they got off to a lead. They had a nice lead. And then the second half came, and the Hawks couldn't shoot anything. Nothing dropped. Nothing. Officiating was abysmal last night. Well, John Collins was just getting brutalized. Yeah. He wouldn't make a call. Then he would he would get blown for some ticky-tack right. fouls as well. He's just terrible officiating. Well, hell, Durant fouled DeJounte on the final three-point attempt. Right. The hand touched the hand. Now, again, guys, that's the rules of the game. That's the rules of the game. You know, it's just, it drives me crazy. That's the stuff that you said yesterday as an NBA fan that makes you want to just, you know, what is this, WWE wrestling? Okay, the right. stars, we're going to make it a nice 10 spot for the Brooklyn Nets, and uh, the Hawks go pound sand because Trey didn't play, and we don't care. I mean, we're supposed to be a major city, and he is a star in this league. Some guys were commenting. I know you and I, while we're hanging out watching the game, we eventually had to go home. It was so packed, we couldn't even see yeah. from standing room only, so we had to go watch it on TV. But some of the guys, and this was funny, it was like old, young, inside, outside the perimeter guys like, I thought Trey'd be out there. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, well, That's so got to be a big bummer, though, man. Yeah. There's a lot of people that paid tickets, paid for tickets last night just to see Trey play, and Trey didn't play because, you know, he... Yeah. Well, I, again, no, I don't want to get the tray man, uh, the tray monsters out there. They'll go crazy. But uh, and I, I told this to you earlier, Rob. We saw the uh, after the game, Trey's embracing Kyrie Irving. You guys dap each other up. That's the NBA. Yeah, yeah. And then I was some guys immediately get on Twitter. There you go, Trey. You go to Brooklyn. They'll appreciate you up in Brooklyn. You go play. Yeah, yeah. Because Durant won't try to stab you in the back or anything. And get you, Trey. And that's you know, it. Works out. 
that'll work out perfectly. You know, I mean, whether he threatened or anything. But no, this is why it's frustrating because yes, moments on the floor last night. Rob, you said it. More flow. More flow. And no, hold on, Trey Monsters out there. No, I don't want to lose Trey. I want Trey to be brought into this mix of a flow in the half-court offense that seems to exist when he's not on the floor, which makes no sense. And then people will come back and say, well, look at his assist numbers. Yeah, but his assist happened with about five seconds left on the shot clock rather than just nice little fluid, pretty ball movement because the game can be beautiful when it's played that way. Right. I I just get so frustrated with this squad, and I thought the best part of it was it's called accountability, and this is yes. why Carl, and again, Carl's off today. Rob is in for Carl. Carl says last night on Twitter, he goes, Nate needs to call a timeout there. I agreed. I think let's go get because you don't need three to win. Two would have won you the game. Right. Design something which gets you to the basket with a high-percentage shot or a good look. And DeJounte, because he's, you know, he's a gunslinger, he took it. Nate didn't call the timeout. Carl says he's got to call a timeout. DeJounte gets on Carl and says, no, man, I missed the free throws. That's on me. And speaking of which, here's more from DeJounte. I don't know. For me, I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and make excuses. Uh, you know, yes, we had you know a Christmas break. You know, a bunch of days off. So I feel like that's just uh, you know utilizing, get your rest. And we came and had a great practice before we flew to Indiana. Uh, you know, we just happened to not be ready. Uh, and there's no excuses. We wasn't ready. Uh, but tonight, you know, we showed that you know we was ready to compete and bounce back from the previous game. And I feel like we did that. Besides, you know, losing the game. The essence of what is so maddening about this team? The way the effort and the fight seems to ebb and flow. It was there last night. Two nights ago, it wasn't. I'm sure it'll be there when LeBron gets here tomorrow night. But then you go out west, you got to take on – who are you going out there? You're going to play, take on Sacramento, the Clippers, mm-hmm. Warriors, and uh, you got to go to the Lakers as well. You can't have these lapses. Why can't it be consistent night after night? Right. How many times do we have to hear Nate after a game saying, we were flat? I'm tired yeah. of that phrase. I don't like the not, not calling a timeout. There. Yeah, two yeah. timeouts. Are you yeah. saving them? You're, you're going to roll them into next week? Well, I know, but you know, his, his explanation was. They don't get set. Yeah, you they get, don't get set. Maybe you can well, get an easy what? look. Well, guess what? You got two timeouts. You get into your set. You can also call another timeout if you don't like what you got on the inbounds. Hello? Yeah. I mean, what am I? Am I missing something? I'm not Mike Bell, NBA <laughs> insider here. <laughs> I'm not Shams Bell. <laughs> I don't drop a bell bomb. I'm just not. <laughs> that's basic hoops, right? You see what they got? Well, you do after a Mexican dinner, but that's not what we're talking (laughs) about. That's correct. But, no, that was frustrating. But there were some good signs last night. We talked about, you know, A.J. AJ was sitting. But when you're watching it in the second half, Rob, they couldn't miss. And they couldn't miss field goals. I mean, free throws, I should say. And let's be honest. We couldn't hit anything. And then, as often happens with the Hawks, you know, you can still go for two. And then it just became three, 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 and they were clanging everything. Nothing would drop. Drives you crazy. No offensive identity to this team. Last night, it seems like their bit was because the, the ball was up. There was a good ball movement. We saw they're, they're creating good shots, but it seems for the most part, I can't, I can't figure out what they're trying to do offensively that's, outside of Trey. And that's why I'm just saying, why is are we it gonna, ISO Trey now? Why are we going to prolong the inevitable? Nate, if they keep playing like this and play 500 ball, Nate's going to get fired. Yeah. And, you, and then who do you want? Carl wants Kenny Atkinson. I'm cool with that. You can get Dan Tony. He's a bit long in the tooth. You know, there's other places you could go with it, but I just. We know where the, we know where this is going. The inevitability of this is obvious to everyone, apparently, yep. except for Tony Wrestler and company. Or I check that the general manager. Yeah, you know the top five seeds aren't moving. That's pretty much what this uh, conference is going to be, right? You know, through April. Look at look at the teams that are the only teams that are really underachieving right now. We talked about this with the Bulls. Yeah, right? there's some teams you can look at and scratch your head at, but still. We should be better than this, even with the injuries. DeJounte uh, does think that they can appreciate the, the effort, I guess, last night. 
you know, we competed at a, a high level for 48 minutes, you know, uh, from every single person that played. Uh, and, you know, we showed we wanted to win the game. Uh, you know, obviously things happened and we lost the game. But I think we fought, uh, you know, I think us as an organization, the fans could, you know, appreciate how hard we fought tonight against, like you said, a team that just now won 10 in a row. But you didn't win. You can't sustain that fight night after night after night. That's on you guys. But I do like Murray, though. I told you yesterday, mm-hmm. something I like, there is an accountability to him. He seems right. like he's a, an earnest, mature professional as well as highly skilled at what he does. But I don't want to hear that crap. Right. I don't want to hear, what, participation trophy? Oh, well, you fought hard huh? last night. You looked like garbage the other night. And, uh, yeah. You slept walked through yeah. that game in Indianapolis. Undermanned here in this situation. You know, and, and look. I got a guy who hit us up on the text line. You guys are taking shots at Trey. No. People we were having beers with were taking shots at Trey. Everybody wanted to see Trey was taking shots at Trey. Aha. Yeah, Aha. Uh-huh, uh-huh, you know. Yeah, that's what happened last night at State Farm. I'm not creating a story. We were, I don't know, in an unscientific poll, Rob and I had drinks with about 10 people, and everybody said, why isn't Trey playing? Right, right. And then I said, I don't know, the veracity of a calf contusion must be pretty stunningly difficult to get through. Aha. <laughs> Aha. Uh-huh, uh-huh, you know. Hey, let's hear from Nate. You got any Nate for me? Oh, he's going to echo the sentiments of Jajante Murray. That's what I saw. I saw a fight from our guys tonight, and um, you can live with that. Okay, you can live with that. I thought uh, from start to finish, uh, we stepped up and we played. Uh, blah, we didn't think blah. about the guys that were out. Freaking uh, blah. The guys that came, uh, that were playing, uh, that came out and played to win. Now, on the flip side, you can tip your cap if you like. I mean, they are a good team. Ben Simmons, when he's doing what he's supposed to do, which is, you know, playing oh, great defense. Kyrie and Durant were and just Kyrie fire and Durant, last Yeah, I mean, Amazing. Durant didn't miss a free throw. I mean, just, I mean, like butter. We saw him miss, we saw him like hit seven uh, threes in a row, watching him do warm ups earlier. <laughs> like, man, it's a machine. That's, that's, I mean, mm. you got to be impressed by that, too. And that's what I will say as a Hawks fan to know you're down all that, uh, that manpower. You did hang with him for a little bit, but it, just, it became so one-sided with you missing every seemingly shot in that third and yeah. fourth quarter. Uh, more on Nate. Uh, we just heard, yeah, they, they fought hard last night, so what now? I saw the fight in our guys, um, you know, defensively. You know, they were playing physical. They were up in guys' chests. I thought, uh, you know, uh, weak side was really good uh, tonight. You know, I thought we did a good job of taking care of the basketball. Uh, you know, again, only four turnovers tonight against this team, and um, I did see uh, some good habits that we can build off of. But will you? Yeah, I mean, will you? Yeah, I know that uh, guys always tell us, relax, relax. You know, no, 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 you relax, okay? We're, we're 34 games into the season, and let's see, 81 divided by 2 is 41. Hey, hey the there we go. Seven more games, we're halfway Look at there. you suffering. Check out the big braid on me. Yeah, just, uh, you know, if only I applied myself, I could have graduated from college. But, no, as far as this this team, it's it's they give you those glimpses. They give you those sparks. You're yeah, so, so maddening. You're beating these guys by 10 points. So look at this. We got the nets on the ropes. And you, you knew that they were going to get on a run. So, yeah, I just don't know. Why are we going to go through this, this dog and pony show? And we know where this is going to go. You've got to replace the coach. You've got to get someone in here who has a new vision. Get somebody. Give me an identity in the half quarter, which I think that's why, Carl, to Carl's point about uh, Kenny Atkinson, the yeah. longtime assistant who coached the Nets a couple of years ago. I'm just on this hamster wheel of hell with this team. It's just this is a flashback to what I had to endure in the 90s is what it seems like. That's where it's trending. What it hasn't gotten that it? bad yet. What? What's that? What are you going to do about it? <laughs> what are we going to do about it? I'll tell you Complain? what. Complain? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. As we said yesterday. 
You know, it's just there is there is a rhyme and a reason to it. No, for guys that are old school, and I get it. There's a lot of OGs out there that say, "Hey, man, Nate's doing his job." Yeah, you you gotta argue sometimes with the the, the rotations, the half court. Yeah. I still think that Dejounte and Trey need to be on the floor more than than you know separately. I don't know. I don't understand that either. When I don't out. understand that either. The whole idea was to create the the matchup issue. I thought right. But that hasn't been the case. I, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, man, that is our Can we st- move on to something well, positive like I'd like Georgia? to. It's, it's a sad story. We'll get to Georgia. But one, uh, one sort of a 1B on the strong arm story today from John Foy. For soccer fans around the world, the great Pele passed at age 82. He had a long bat- uh, battle with cancer. But uh, uh, every major soccer star and team in the world is sending, obviously, right. their thoughts and prayers to the family. But uh, Pele, everybody loved the guy. He was an icon. All right, coming up. The road to the college football playoff. We are actually T-minus 50 hours until toe meets leather inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium, mm-hmm. Georgia, and the Buckeyes of Ohio State. That's next. Sports Radio 1990. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We got spirit. How about you? On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Who will challenge the dogs atop the college football throne? Georgia on the mountaintop. Demons be gone and the drought is over. It's time for the road to the college football playoffs on Dukes and Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Dramatic pause right there. <laughs> you are listening live. Uh, yeah, man. Big game. Can't wait. A lot of uh, stuff's been said. Some crazy stuff got said today. We'll get into that. But I uh, got a chance to hear from Kirby and company and more from the, the coaches hate this stuff. They just, you know, every day you got to do the press conference routine. Gets when they're happy now because it's like 40, 48 hours of nothing but being with your teammates right. and uh, focusing on the game in hand. They don't have to do any more, any more things, any more extracurricular stuff. I got to tell you this, though. We've heard all about. Stetson Bennett, we've heard all about Georgia's tight ends. We've heard all, all about their defensive line and maybe the fact that the secondary could be vulnerable. No one's really talked about Georgia's offensive line, how good they've been. I mean, you got to think about this. And uh, Connor O'Gara of uh, Saturdays Down South kind of summed it up nicely. That offensive line robbed. They should have gotten the Joe Moore Award, which went to uh, Michigan's offensive line. They allowed just seven sacks all year, tied for number three with 37 rushing touchdowns with a bevy of different running backs, says uh, Conor O'Gara. And I have to agree with him. We haven't heard really anything about how good Georgia's yeah, offensive line is. I saw a breakdown today from some national guys. Like, Georgia's running backs are average. <laughs> what? what? McIntosh could be the best running back from a Monday. See, I hear that stuff. The problem that I think Georgia has is maybe doesn't pop statistically is that they spread it around so much that right. maybe not everyone gets those glaring numbers that would get you up. It, whether it's, I'm talking about Heisman you know, recognition, but the fact that they run the ball, they consistently run the football well. It's predicated on running the ball. That's what drives me crazy. With a bunch of different backs, and you know, Kirby right. Smart uh, tells us why. Well, it's really about health and necessity, you know, throughout our conference. And we've done studies and very few backs have made it through the entire year with a, a large burden. They, they, they tend to 
get injured. You look across the NFL right now, the number of injuries at running backs, it's it's rampant through a 17, 18 game season. And then, you know, we're playing off of 12, 13, sometimes 14, 15 game season, not to mention the, the preseason camp stuff. So uh, we try to build it where um, three to four backs can contribute and play. And uh, some of that's dictated by, you know, whether we have leads in the fourth quarter or whether guys are injured, but we don't want to get into this part of the season and not have depth. And um, that's what the the rotation uh, provides us. And Kenny McIntosh, he's averaged 5.2 a carry, 709 yards, 10 touchdowns. And Andy Bunker brought up a, a good point today. Ever since that fumble in the Florida game, Kenny right. McIntosh has been running with the rage, my friend. <laughs> that's a right. rage. No, I just, you and I have talked about this off the air. Carl and I have mentioned all the time. When you're watching Georgia, sometimes as a fan, I say, can you just feed McIntosh the ball 20 times and, you know, get him in that rhythm? Because the good news is, for NFL teams, you're going to have these guys not run into the ground. You're not like a Ron Dane or something or what you right. see in the old days. I mean, like the old days of like the, you know, Billy Sims, that's, those are gone. Ron Dane. <laughs> I, I get so angry because uh, Mr. Hamilton should have won the Heisman that right. year. You're right about that. But in this case, uh, Kenny Mack, 709 yards to Rob's point on 137 totes. Uh, Edwards got 127 for nine, uh, for 681, I should say. Milton, 72 for 533. It's a sum of its parts. But to say that their run game is somehow at just simply pedestrian, that's, that's, yeah. that's somebody who hasn't watched Georgia. And that's a national media guy. You know what your guy Todd Munkin had to say about the fact the offense has been good? Well, listen to this. You know, averages just make you feel good, you know, at the end of the year. Um, What's going to matter most Saturday is that we score. We don't turn it over. Um, it won't matter what we've done really up till this point other than, you know, our execution, how we practice this week, and be able to put it on the field Saturday night. Michigan did not run the ball at all well in that first half in the, big, in the game. Yeah. You know, with the big horseshoe. And then the second half, they used the run game, and then the run game through play action set everything up. That's when Ohio State came up, and that's when the big vertical passing game started to pop. Well, Michigan. Michigan's a better team this year. We know that. Their quarterback's certainly better. He can throw right. a lot better than the guy ahead of McCar- last year. But let's be honest, though, McCarthy didn't look like that until that game on a right. regular basis. And right. he did a nice job in the uh, – in the, in the, uh, Big Ten championship game against Purdue. But anyways, <laughs> but he, he throws better than what they've had in previous years under yeah, Harbaugh. Exactly. Another thing uh, from uh, Todd Munkin. Well, let's hear about the uh, notion of uh, adapting. You know, we went through last year, you know, we lost George, and it forces you to adapt. And then, you know, you lose AD early in the year, and you're forced to adapt. And luckily, you know, we've got other good players. Um, you know, probably the most con- constant we've had is these two guys right here because the epicenter of what you do is your center and your quarterback. They make it go. They're the ones that communicate up front. Um, so those two guys have been, you know, have been the reason we've been where we're at along with everybody else and the continued improvement of the O-line, the consistency there. Everybody should just said in my ear. Everybody in Georgia like sounds like me when I spent a weekend in Vegas. You know, ah, I tell you what. Uh, what is what? What is with the horses and the coaches? They're yelling. At they're people. yelling all the time. <laughs> yes, that's what what are they doing. are they yelling in the hotel all week too? I mean, right, the ballroom walkthrough. Where they were you know, we went through last year. Just remember, the babe loves you. But yeah, man, they just got to get it, get this thing rolling down the track. Set up the play action that Stetson Bennett does so effectively. Rolling out all the weapons. Everything's there. The question is for me is I know what I know what George's offense is gonna do. I'm just still worried about that secondary. I'm still worried about those wide receivers for Ohio State. That's my big freak out. Yep. And of course, uh, the notion that uh, Georgia looks a little vulnerable when they play zone. Certainly that that's been right. their Achilles. That's when LSU torched them, but I'm not worried about that. They've they've had a month to coach him up. Hmm. Well, let's hear from Marvin Harrison. Speaking of wide receivers for the Buckeyes, we're gonna go to cut eleven for those of you keeping score at home. Here is the uh, son of uh, as Rob likes to say, a very bad man. 
Um, I think we kind of always thought it was Ohio against the world, um, even before this game. So, so. Uh, nothing really changes. Uh, I know me personally, I'm glad we could play them you know, in Atlanta, in their kind of home, uh, home arena. Uh, kind of always like being you know, the villain and the underdog going into the game. So uh, I'm definitely excited to be able to do that. Embracing the villain role. Yeah. Did Everybody he, did against he just, Ohio. Did he just wake up from a nap? He just oh, had he's, that, no, he's low key. He's just low key. I won't say anything bad about him because you know what happens. Oh, will you stop it? Oh, man, it was one isolated <laughs> incident. Don't mess with the man's car at the car wash. Uh, you know that like being, you know, the villain. And yeah, and again, look, this, and we said this yesterday, and you laughed at it yesterday, you've got to get something as a selling point. You got humiliated by your arch rival in the biggest game yeah, of the year. Yeah. So what is it now? No one respects us. No one gives us a chance. Oh, it's God. us against the world. That's what you do. That's what you do. I know. You have to do that for self-motivation. <laughs> but, but you even know you're lying to yourself. Everybody does it from the NFL guys. Of course, been they do. Pop, there's a, right now, there's a Pop Warner kid. You know, nobody respects us. All season long, we've been six and a half point dogs. Well, this is the year the little Giants take it to the house. No, I'm saying uh, everybody I'm always like being you know, the villain. And, uh, everybody plays that. Why card. were you pantomiming little kids smoking, though? Like, with that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was doing my father coaching Pop Warner. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Everything, everything with my dad coaching, it always came to my one of my best friends who was a better athlete than me named Pat Young. My dad's like, well, we're going we're gonna to make a switch. You're out. You're out at running back. Pat Young's getting in there. <laughs> like, it literally. You're, you know was what? he the Martian of yeah, your Jan yeah, Brady? Pat, no, Pat, Pat Young, Pat, Pat Young, Pat, Pat he, Every now and again, he listens online. He lives up in Long Island. But, yeah, Pat was a really he was a natural athlete. He was the quarterback on our high school team, yep. center fielder on our baseball team. But oh, remember, he's that guy. Was he yeah, handsome, too? Yeah, good-looking guy in yeah. Little League. But in Little League, my dad coached the All-Star team. My old man, I, I, I was batting leadoff all season. That's you know, now we got Pat over here because he came from the other team. We're going to Pat lead up and pop you in a two spot. Like, I just remember my T-ball coach. And I, I loved him. He was a really great motivational guy, but he's also a bit of a hippie. He had a bad acid trip during a game. <laughs> Did I? It's another reason why. You know, Squid Billy met my brother, I think, once. My brother Andy, who talks like Christian Bale and Batman. Yeah, we, I'm very gregarious. So that's yeah. why I'm a radio talk show. So how does he sound? Andy, how's the job? How's the job? Scumbags on the street. It's a living hell. Okay, Andy, good talk. Hope you got my Christmas card. Enjoy that Home Depot gift card. But no, the uh, my brother, part of the reason he is who he is, and he's got his own little, you know, yours on the couch, is one year in our little league. And, Bo, I don't know how it worked in your little league or Dylan. You'd have to draft. Your, you'd, pick, you'd put your own team together like a draft. And you wouldn't just automatically get your kid. All the kids would be rated A, B, C. Right. And you'd have to trade somebody who was the same ranking as your kid to get them on your team. That's the way it worked in our Little League. They meet at the library every March. That's how they put it together. One year, apparently, my father forgot to pick up my brother for oh, the team. No. And so he had to do a trade after, afterwards. And apparently, we lost the kid, Chris Garcia, who was much better than my kid brother. And so that was, that was the whole thing. That my, that it got back to my brother that, oh, your dad forgot to draft you on, on draft night. So that, that would leave a little bit of a stigma, right? That would affect you a little bit. I, I think that, yeah. That, that daddy issues. And then your dad was upset that he had to trade you for a kid who had tremendous speed on the base pack. That was a switch hitter. <laughs> And it's always better not being on the team that your dad coached because then everybody thought every, no matter what happened, you were only doing getting anything because it was your dad. No, see, I, it's, it works two ways on that. You get your butt whipped harder because your dad is coaching you. And it didn't work dad, in my case. My dad beat me like a drum. No, my, I got abused. I was Somebody else would screw up. I'd get yelled at. No, when I was coach. 11, I played on a team with the uh, coach and the coach's son. The coach's son got to bat lead off, and he oh. pitched almost every game, and I was a better pitcher than he was, but it didn't matter.
It doesn't leave any scars or anything. None. No, I'm fine. Fine. <laughs> hey, man, 6 o'clock hour. We'll get some headlines to get to. If you missed our conversation with Danny Cannell, he gives you the breakdown, some of those things that concerned you and I about the defense of the dogs against the Buckeyes passing game. But you'll hear what Danny has to say about all this stuff. Your favorite Florida State Seminole. Well, I mean, Ron Simmons would be my favorite. No, but Danny's up there in the top ten. <laughs> Mine's Dan Kendra. You stop it. <laughs> They're playing the uh, the Sooners right now. You know, it's cool. They allowed both the Boomer Sooner wagon on the field down there at the Citrus Bowl. This is the Cheez-It Bowl, by the way, played yeah. in the Citrus Bowl. And they allowed Osceola and Renegade to be out there. Wouldn't it be kind of cool to set the, the wagon ablaze? Yeah, just throw the spear right into the wagon. <laughs> I'd pay money to see that. I would love that. I'd right love on. that. All right, we're done here. We're going to go to break. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.